Welcome to Thursday's edition of the Hometown Headlines Newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today for the newscast and our rant of the day. Let's get to it. Number one, two Rome men have been arrested as the investigation continues into the murders of Richardson and Campbell more than a week ago. Watts faces theft and gun possession charges. Brown obstruction of a law officer. Let's please note here there are no murder charges in this case. That has been something that's been Raging for the last 24 hours, right now, these people are arrested on charges that the GBI says are, quote, connected, end quote, to the case. Other news today, in Bartow County, the grandmother and a Cartersville man held in a child shooting death from over the weekend have now each been charged with murder. Numbers from the State Department of Labor are absolutely awful this morning. The April jobs report shows a brutal impact of the coronavirus shutdown. More than 43,000 first-time jobless claims have been filed in northwest Georgia alone. It's a five-county area. That is versus 878 in April of 2019. We'll take a look at who's hiring around the region as well. Also today, positive test results are up 15.1% in northwest Georgia in the past seven days for the coronavirus. They now stand at 866 for the five-county area. Statewide, more than almost 40,000 now tests have come back positive. The death poll is right at 1,700 this morning. Uh, Governor Brian Kemp has a briefing set for 4.30 this afternoon. Floyd Medical Center's Kurt Stunkel swats down social media claims during the last Facebook Live scheduled right now from Floyd Medical Center. In Wednesday's uh, production, he talks about the high cost of coronavirus treatment and how revenues have plunged greatly in the last few months as they do away with elective surgery and other things. He says a rainy day fund the hospital has on staff, on hold we should say, will prevent some layoffs and furloughs from the hospital. Other business news today, no word yet on the fate of J.C. Penney at Mount Berry Square Mall, whatever it is this week. Uh, the retailer is opening other stores around Georgia. Also, Lake Point Station is reopening this Friday. There are some new provisions with that. We'll have a link to that story as well. Don't forget, Whistlebritches is in its final days, and it looks like, indeed, it is lights out at Pier 1 in Riverbend Center. Politics today will tell you how to check and see whether your mailed absentee ballot has been received or not. It's a nice way you can do that. Very easy. Takes about two minutes. Also, Secretary of State is urging more absentee voting during the primary. Absentee advance voting continues in northwest Georgia today and Friday. Also, Democrats meet tonight online. Those details under today's political section. Other headlines this morning, Wear Mechanical Weather Center update, upper 80s this Memorial Day weekend. A chance of showers out there, nothing serious, what we can see right now. Also, obituaries today, we say farewell to Mr. John Denny Cummings, Clara Elizabeth Downs, and Mrs. Laureen Lanier Stevenson. We have public health restaurant inspection scores this morning, and our Crime Watch report updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties now posted online as well. Our Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update for you this morning. Good story here. We'll talk more about this in the rant. Later today, the Georgia High School Association is scheduled to discuss the resumption of high school sports. That meeting is at 3 p.m. We don't expect an update to probably 5 this afternoon. We will be on top of that. We do have a link to a video interview given yesterday with Robin Hines from the GHSA. You can take a look at that right now and get some inclination of what could be coming down tonight. Also, Rome High basketball players, you're going to get a chance to meet your new coach today, virtually at least. And from Parks and Rec, you can meet the new mascots. Love the names here, Parky and Rex. We have more NASCAR updates for this coming Sunday and links to other pro sports for you. Again, that's in today's Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update.
Now it's time for our rant of the day. We'll call this one first and goal for a high school football, and we'll put a big question mark on the end of that. Here goes. This afternoon, the Georgia High School Association's Board of Trustees meets at 3 p.m., and they're expected to make a decision that will rock football across the state. On the agenda is GHSA Executive Director Dr. Robert Hines, who will, quote, address the committee on several issues, including a discussion of plans to return to GHSHA uh, activities, end quote. Better put, high school sports, which have been on hold since the basketball season, could be coming back online sometime soon. It all came to a halt at area schools and around the state as things closed down amid the coronavirus pandemic. The schools moved online, but high school sports and middle school sports, for that matter, couldn't follow. Seasons, even careers from some seniors, ended right there. It was a tough call, but it probably saved a lot of lives, and that's the real winner in all this. The suspension of all sports meant no spring football drills, no spring games, and pretty much no team workouts. We've seen some virtual meetings and online conditioning going on during the pandemic, but that's about it. So what comes down today will be critical. A common assumption among the sports world is that the start of conditioning for football and fall sports will begin on July 6th, which, by the way, is a bit of an irony. That's normally the start of dead week, where there is no activities for summer athletes. That could change in just a few hours today. We listened to a podcast or video with GHSA's Heinz on Wednesday, and the feeling we got from it was that everything turns back on just after Independence Day. Heinz talked about other how principals and others will have many more responsibilities this summer and fall thanks to new safety protocols that will be in place. It sounded as if he were laying out the plan even though nothing official had happened yet. To his credit, Heinz talked in a lot of, quote, what-if, end quote, scenarios. We'll hear more about those high school safety protocols as soon as the board's vote is announced. Again, we assume a go call for later today. Of course, there could be a caveat in the wind as well. Governor Brian Kemp is scheduled to brief the state on his latest efforts on coronavirus at 4.30 this afternoon. We expect a lot more attaboys from the team and data from fewer people being hospitalized and fewer ventilators being used. We wonder if the nearly 1,700 virus victims throughout the state will get a nod as well as the nearly 40,000 others who have tested positive. That said, we doubt Kemp will introduce any language to call off high school football this fall. So, two important moves today. The GHSHA vote, GHSA vote, and also on restarting football, and also the latest from the governor. We wish you knew the answer to both. The numbers we see, fewer people hospitalized, but more patients testing positive in our five-county area for the virus in the last seven days do have us worried. Are we ready for some football? You bet, but not if it puts our student-athletes and coaches at risk. This is John Ruckermeller with the Hometown Headlines update for the day. Thank you for joining us today. Continuing updates, like I said, we have a lot going on today. Governor's press conference, GHSA decisions, some other updates coming, we think, in a few ongoing cases as well. Please stay with us. We'll be online, as said, at hometownheadlines.com. As always, stay home, stay safe in Northwest Georgia.